I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Wait, I have have more to say. Wait, I was... I cut you off. You checked on my line. Here's another one. Let's start the show. Oh, I like it slow. Let's watch a full length. This is the show where we talk over movies that are theme songs. <laughs> You'd never know it, but this song was inspired by a Grateful Dead song. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> You'd never know that. You didn't go into like a guitar center and you said, can I try out this bass? He goes, let me try it out for you. You're like, thank you. I like this. Can I try out your four track recorder? <laughs> what? Okay. Mind if I mic these drums? Hey, RCV Moore, can I borrow your four track recorder? <laughs> You're talking about Montclair's. I'm talking about the legendary independent music producer. RCV Moore. So you mean RCV Moore, not our RCV Moore. He was on Uncle Floyd's show. That's right. Uncle Floyd was on my show. Uncle Floyd was on Fishburne. Yeah, Mike, you do appear on that episode. Yeah, you had some footage. My brain is bigger than yours. Spiegel? Ladies and gentlemen, man, we are raring to go here at Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, we just talked over our theme song and promo. Yeah, well, uh, we got started very untraditionally. Usually I'm waiting in the wings, you listen to the song, yeah. and we're on. Usually it's a half 40 minutes before the show, and you're like, I can't wait, brother, I get a text. And then it's like yeah. half hour, it's like, yeah, just let me know. Standing then by. 20 minutes, like, I'm standing by the phone. <laughs> and then 10 minutes, it's like, are you okay? And then five minutes, you're like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, uh, bad times. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's the premise of the show. Uh, my buddy Carl is in New Jersey. I'm here in San Francisco in the Mutiny Radio studios. We are broadcasting live right now. Every Sunday we do this, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time. And what we do is that we go to YouTube and we watch a movie. I've read about weird movies all my life, and that was before YouTube, and now I don't have to read about them. I could just go to YouTube and watch them directly. So the premise is I tell Carl what movie I want to watch. Carl watches it. Carl does some research on the internet uh there's no libraries in his neighborhood and then uh we watch it and we want to watch it with you let us watch a full-length movie so we want you to if you're just listening this podcast by yourself sad sad that's half the experience go to youtube right now and watch this movie with us carl what's the movie the movie is not on youtube it is it couldn't happen here 1987 pet shop boy and and I, i liked it you did but it is not on YouTube. It is on Vimeo. Wait a minute. Are you saying that you we're, con- we're conceding today? <laughs> well, I, I 
I'm conceding. I, I think this is always always your plan. No. So if you go I, on YouTube yeah. and you search for this, uh-huh. you find snippets and you find uh, videos. There's nine uh, clips of it. That's nine clips of ten minutes. That's a 90-minute movie. Oh, well, you'll find one of nine, and then you won't find anything else until five of nine. It doesn't work. <sighs> do we have a backup movie, or do you want to do it? We're doing it. Well, All right, guys. We'll do it. All right. We have to. Okay, no, ladies. Wait, wait. Yeah. Let me, let me, hold on now. Okay. We've got to, this changes things. This changes things. It's a game changer. Okay. Okay. Let's watch a full-length movie on Vimeo with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on Vimeo with Mike Spiegelman. Hi. I'm Hi. Carl. Man, am I pissed off we're listening watching a movie on Vimeo. <laughs> Fuck Vimeo. Follow right. me on Twitter, because I'm going to rail. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to use your uh, your Vimeo uh, Twitter handle. That's Carl at underscore, 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 underscore. That's right. 14 underscores. Okay, so let's go to... It's 11. It's 11. All right, so go to Vimeo.com. You may have to use a different app if you're using your phone. You may have to go to your browser. Uh, where That's videos the good thing come about first. a pause cast. You can stop it, get it all together, yes. and then come on back and watch with us. No, I want you to race frantically online to find the site. So here we are. Uh, we're going to search it. Could it? V-I-M-E-O. V-I-M-E-O.com. Okay. Which is where it? is Paul? Does Paul have a mic? Is he going to be with us? Paul's right here. He's taking care of uh, some business in his lunchbox. Uh, he's oh, hanging out. Okay. He's he's got to go t- and uh, see somebody about a horse. Uh, yes, Carl, I'm here. <laughs> this is your conscious <laughs> calling. Yeah, uh, Paul Brumba <laughs> from the Edge of Insanity is here. With Christine, uh, uh, Mrs. Christine is here as well, uh, the co-host of the show, the most popular show on Mutiny Radio. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what they keep telling me. A lot of shows have gotten suddenly popular. Carl, we're like number 10. Wow. When did the stats come out? So, uh, stats came out like two weeks ago. We, when we first started, we were like negative one. We were so popular. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, I just typed in in the search engine of Vimeo.com. It couldn't happen here. And the first thing I see is Pet Shop Boys, it couldn't happen here. Yeah, that's it. All right. And that's from uh, Alan Brett, our good friend's... uh, Vimeo page. So how does Vimeo work? Do I just click this? Right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to click it and hit pause. Silly yeah, question, well, too. Was... All right, let's see. Click. Four years I'm ago. all buffered. Uh... Oh, I'll say. Oh, this one doesn't buffer. You just click it and it goes, right? Yeah, so I... I can't believe it doesn't buffer, but allegedly... It doesn't now, do they have closed captioning in this thing? No. That would be the bee's knees because, all right, well, we're going to start this movie. It's a British film, so we're going to distract you like we did over the theme song by talking our American ass over so you can't understand what they're saying. Uh, (laughs) And their humor, by the way, we're going to use our American humor to uh, obscure their their wry British humor. So I got a sledgehammer. Uh, It is wry. uh, Get rid of the W. Make it dry. Dry, um, very dry humor. Listen, there's nothing ironic, there's nothing comical about this whole movie. They don't make jokes. They do. They don't even do satire. They they, they expose, well, you'll see as okay. it goes along. They expose English stereotypes and... 
Shocker. Thatcher, they're against Thatcher. Well, yes, they're stereotypes, but there must be more than life. Because stop dreaming. All right, that's the blur. We'll do that for the blur. Hello, Frisco. Hello. Hello, Frisco. Hello. I just called today. Is there any bears today? Okay, so you ready? Uh, yes, uh, we're hitting. Uh, can I uh, let me just drop a joke? Uh, oh, yeah, drop some, drop some knowledge while you're at it, too. It's already okay, eight minutes so into my, the show. My wife, uh, my wife does not like my Blaupunkt, you know, just because it's German. But that's such a stereotype. Okay, so I'm ready to press play. All right, okay, so we <laughs> are we counting down? Yeah, we're counting down. Uh, three. Two. Can Paul do it? Can Paul do it? Yeah, Paul, why don't you get on the mic and count it down for us? Okay, here we go. We're going from three? No, we're going from 99. Okay, cool. 99 bottles of beer on the Okay, three, two, one, play. I clicked it. Wow. <laughs> that was as slow as our song. Okay. Uh oh. Pitch up, boys music. Wait a minute. I don't see the video. <laughs> I see the Do you see them dancing on the beach? No, I see a guy in a house and he's wearing a leather jacket and he's staring at some dip. I don't okay, let's And of course it's through pause. the windows with binoculars, but that's fuck, another what story. The fuck. You know, maybe we should watch it on this one. What do you think? It's I think it would be Brecht. a great idea. Yeah, no, it is on brick. So you could hear the uh, copyrighted music play. Uh, our good friend is going to, uh, Paul is going to play the movie on the other uh, station so- monitor. It's just We're the, going back to zero. Right? Yeah, Vimeo. Yeah, Vimeo would be it. Ladies and gentlemen, go back to zero. Uh, your one of your co-hosts has no visual, so I can't do this live show. I, I could. So I mean, it's Vimeo, right? Yeah, Vimeo. Absolutely, what this show is not about. See what happened? It's not working for me, dude. Oh. No, you could just type in the search bar there. Oh, That'd be yeah. so great. We'd have to do a different movie. <laughs> well, I have a I have a movie set up for next. By the way, uh, if you could sit through this hilarity, uh, I will tell you what the movie is next week. I have a movie great. prepared, and it's on YouTube. Well, that's oh, speaking of being on YouTube, I yeah. have now uploaded um, last week's show to to YouTube. Okay, so we have a YouTube channel, and I think we're just gonna I'm gonna promote the shit out of it now. Uh, Carl has been. Uh, syncing up the movie and our podcast together so you can just watch yeah. that and experience it or if you want to do it separately you can switch out audios and stuff like that yeah all right so we are and it's l w a l o u t if you have any more jokes let me know Oh, by the way, yeah. uh, I said there were no jokes in this, but right. there's this one character of a person who's a complete dick. He always makes stupid jokes that aren't funny. Then he goes, no harm done. No harm You'll done. You'll see that in here. Yeah. Oh, a bit of fun. No harm done. And, uh, um... All right. Uh, sorry about that, Carl. I can, uh, apparently, okay. I can't spell. The first time I did it was pot shop, boys. <laughs> yeah. There is such a thing. It's pot shop, boys. It's not pot shop. Boys, it's pet shop, boys. Bingo. And it can happen here. The East End boys, West End. (laughs) See if they only know. Dead End Show. (laughs) So just put in, um, it couldn't happen here, 1987. Okay, I got it. So we're going to try it. Let's do, uh, see if we can watch it on this one. 
This was actually named after. No, that's the wrong one. Oh, it's that's right. right. There you go. Go ahead. Okay, so it'll play. It'll it should. Oh. It should play through there. Okay. Oh. All right, this is probably our most action-packed uh, show. I'll mention the notes when you start listen, watching the show. Uh, Hello, audience. Good to see you again. So, hang on a sec. This, this They're is in the, the background. Right. So we need to turn off the iTunes on that, which is playing in the background, and then I could use the sound off of that. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're almost there. We got the video, <laughs> but we just uh, were tinkering with the audio. And we'll start our live show. Or I could just refresh on this computer and see what happens. Here we go. There we go. All right, so hang on a sec. Call the police, there's a madman around. <laughs> what was the first time Where, you heard of the why, Pet Shop Boys? Paul you, Paul, you don't know this band? Pet Shop Boys. Man, that goes back to that goes back to middle school for me. Yeah. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. We're gonna play it once again. So, if you have it, thank you for uh, being patient. Three, two, two one, one, go. All right. There we go. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, look at that. So we're at a beach, and the surreal yeah. the surrealities are already started. This is called Clacton on Sea in well, Essex. It's in Essex, you know. Well, so what we're watching are aerobics 80s ladies dancing on this shitty beach with a muscle-bound guy and then a, a handsomer man. Now, far off in the distance is our hero, Neil. Neil Tennant. Neil He's Tennant. watching it. There he is. So, uh... The song playing is It Couldn't Happen Here. Hey, man, Carl. I'll be back in a bit, dude. Okay. Standing right. by. All right, so that's cool. And, and Neil is, of course, uh, sporting a tuxedo, and he's riding a bicycle, which is a very... Uh, oh, have you ever seen Lady in the Van? It's about some playwright. He wrote a play about this lady who moved her van into his ha uh, house driveway for 30 years, and <clears throat> he yeah, shows I... up. He shows, he rides his bike everywhere. He's like a twee little guy. So I'm just thinking of him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did hear of that film. I have not seen it. Oh, I, it's fun. I think I put it in my... DVD queue. I'll have to check. Okay, so here we what go. What is it? Woman in a van? No, uh, lady in the van. Lady in the van? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, actually, I want you to go to Blockbusters and say, hey, lady, in the van. <laughs> the movie's called In the Van, but you have to go, lady in the van. <laughs> lady in the tram, sir? No, no. Just and the tramp. Um, I saw a Blockbuster recently. I went to Alaska. I guess not recently. That was September, but I was in Alaska... Blockbuster, and it was open. Yeah, I was totally fine. Yeah, I go in there and you get you rent a DVD. No, it was the same thing. So, so <laughs> Neil is still riding his bicycle in a tuxedo on the boardwalk while it couldn't yeah. happen here. Plays in the background, which I, I'm now the birth of it couldn't happen here as a concept is really quite sad. He was having a conversation. This guy Neil, who's Neil. driving, he was having a conversation with a friend, and they were like, they couldn't believe the AIDS epidemic in the state. You know, yeah. and what they were, you know, and a lot of San Francisco is a lot of that with the bathhouses. And what they were saying is that couldn't happen here. That would never happen here. So by, you know, the mid 80s, his friend who he had the conversation with was dying of AIDS. That's how the song got born. Oh, man. Isn't that sad? Yeah. So it wasn't about World War II at all. No, it couldn't happen here was about 
Um, AIDS epidemic. Don't well, but in the song itself, it's like don't be, don't think you know everything. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's okay, reminiscing. Did you see that? That was funny. Oh yeah, so the, the clerk just popped out and, uh, behind the counter. Now this guy's name is Gareth Hunt, and apparently he's very popular in England. Everyone knows who he is. Oh, oh yeah. So he's well. You he should start off strong. It's like any Bruce Willis movie the last ten years. He shows up in the first five minutes. <laughs> well, this is what they're doing is showing us the stereotype of the stupid uh, guy who, you know, works the beach and serves the tourists. He's railing about politics right now, and he's sex crazed. That's his. If you lived in England in the '80s, apparently this is a real guy. Okay, I believe you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, he has, those are real binoculars he's looking at. Yeah, and those are some, those are real. We just saw some, uh, no wonder it's on Vimeo. He's looking at the naked ladies. Yeah, Skinny dipping. You know, the, the, he's seeing butts and, look, I think that the tits are the eyes, the tits are the windows to the soul. How so? For, no, you just, I mean, look at him. You, you could see, you just stare right through them, man. There's a, the window. Okay, now you see how he's reacting. Yeah, he doesn't react. It's a week away from the wife. Could I have a cup of tea as well, please? Right. So this is one of those movies where I haven't watched this, but I don't have any. I have. I can't really follow the audio during this our show. Well, it's okay because really it's a series of music videos. Okay, but this is where they chat in between. Right, and what we're seeing is this stereotype. And he doesn't react. That's the way it is throughout the whole film. He and his uh, other pet Chris. shop boy, Chris Lupo, they, they're yeah. in the middle of all this craziness, but it doesn't hurt him. He's bought postcards right now, and he's beginning to write to his mom. Hello, mom. And uh, when he does, we hear that throughout the, the film. Did you know that mom, upside down, is well... <laughs> I didn't know that. Because if you take mom and you turn upside down, you get wow. But if you take right. mom, oh no, actually you don't. I take that back. You get no. Well, it's wait. The you, the you and mom would become an N, right? Technically upside down. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not an O. Yeah, it's not. Oh, whoa. Oh, so look at it. The joke is okay. he's he's throwing everything into a. Uh, no, ne- he's packing the leaves. Yeah, this but he's throwing rock. everything into this uh, trunk and it fits. See, whoop! There it oh, goes. Yeah. Oh, ducky duck! Oh, that's hysterical. I'm gonna take a dollar bet that there's a bottom out uh, thing in there. Uh, you know, you're right. You got it. Look at right. suitcase. Remember, I said ah. um, there was, the, no was it funny? In this? Yeah, it was there. Oh, it's I know this. It's funny because he's the. In that movie, it couldn't happen here. Right. Um, there's, I'll look it up. There's this line that Neil thought was just too funny for the. Well, here right. it is. He's going to take Originally, the toilet. Yeah. You, you would sing. You said it couldn't happen here, and then the line was just before it did, and Neil thought, "Come on, Chris, this isn't a funny subject." <laughs> So he's at a bed and breakfast right now, and he's going downstairs for his breakfast. Okay. Now turn the sound up for these guys' stupid jokes. <laughs> oh, so looking in the aquarium. Oh. Hey, fishy. Oh. Good morning, everybody. 
I can't hear you. What a lovely day for a bit of fun. <laughs> 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 it's this is Gareth Hunt again, the guy we just saw as the proprietor. And now he's just like a prankster. Silly harm, no harm done. Don't smell it, you dumbass. Let me shake your hand. Oh, have a piece of chewing gum. Why are they falling for this shit? <laughs> and it's a snapshot of England, meaning that there was some dork. Uh-huh. Who got paid I, by I, the Pet Shop Boys to uh, do their script? No, no, in real life. I mean, this was their time, and they. Okay, this one here, she's a famous actress in okay. 1980s and earlier. What's her name? Uh, do you know? Yeah, I do know. Um, well, let me put it this way Where would I, what would I know her from? This movie? You wouldn't. You'd have to be in England watching, like, their TV and. Oh, right. Barbara Wynn. Barbara Windsor. Oh, oh, Barbara Windsor. You know what? I'm going to go back to the 80s and England in the 80s. I'm back. Oh, my God. Thatcherism is tearing the country apart. I wish I was, I wish I was back in Trump era. Poof. <laughs> oh, Look, do you see the size of Chris's meal? Oh, it, oh no. I thought it froze. This is, this is the, uh, the image that I couldn't get to move right there. So Chris doesn't talk in the in Pet Shop Boys. Neil sings, yeah. And Chris stands in front of a synthesizer and looks down, right? And, and so I don't know if Chris does. Chris talk in this movie? He's a teller of the end. Not acts. until he he doesn't really talk until the middle of the film, in which he's reciting a poem. Oh man, have you ever seen Penn and Teller get killed? Mm-mm. Directed by Arthur Penn, who did Bonnie and Clyde, and it takes place in the Trump Casino '89 movie. So uh, Teller What's does. It Penn and Teller get killed. Okay. And this is like, if it's on YouTube, buddy, we're watching it next week. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, or Vimeo, whatever works. No, this is just an exception because we like to watch bad movies. We like to watch rock star movies from the uh, from right. the 80s and 90s. And I love now, to watch them up to Spice Girl. She forced them all to have a Roman Catholic prayer before they ate. Okay. And now Chris is going to reject Catholicism and this kind of woman who forces it on everybody by pouring his breakfast all over her. Which happens to be like a hundred custard pies. And she says, what if I deserve this? Which is like part of a big part of one of their songs later on and like a theme. What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to sing everything as West End Girls, and I'm failing for this. Well, that did sound like Neil Tennant. I and sound like song, Neil. Right. Carl, I'm Neil Tennant. I have a very soft voice when I speak. And Chris Lowe stands in the background on the synthesizer and yawns. He yawns, he adjusts his baseball cap, or his uh, jockey cap, excuse me, or he looks down, He's uh, but he's not looking down at the synthesizer, you know. You know how it goes. <laughs> Look at that issue. But does, this, does Neil do music as well as sing? Does Neil produce yeah. with them? Oh, okay. Yeah. They're basically... Uh, Sparks. They're very loose. Yeah. The thing is, like, I don't know why they're partners, but... but they make music. They do make music together, and the lyrics and right. Okay, he's being chased. Uh, the internet claims by Hell's Angels, but I think that's wrong. I think these are uh, rockers. 
Oh. Uh, leftover rockers. From Quadrophenia? Uh, you guys sick I'm of rock chart, buddy? About England in general. But these are like just mods like, and rockers. No, these look no, like... No, but... Yeah. The time of mods and rockers ended, but the rockers never went away. Right. It's, yeah. And Teddy Boys never die, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the bicyclists are going by the restaurant. Oh, no, no, our friend... Yeah. The proprietor. The, the proprietor. I'd like a splash of tea, please. Oh, so, oh man, Neil's almost getting towards the end of the boardwalk with his bicycle. <laughs> Finally, he's making it. <laughs> and now, the down back to here is a uh, Roman Catholic priest who is blind. Uh huh. And, and he's playing it's a golf. Parody on- I know this joke. Yeah. And he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's from the movie Meatballs, that joke. Right, where the 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 priest is playing golf in the rain, and there's a thunderstorm, and he's having the best game of his that, life. That is Caddyshack. Oh, all right. Well, one he of those. He made a deal. He made a deal. <laughs> you know what's so ironic to me, and it's off the topic. It's just because you talked about mods and rockers. Yeah. Just like, okay, we have today in you know if you go to Venice Beach or something, you'll find surfer dudes, right? Sure. Well, it, you can see it, me by Muscle Beach. If you need directions, just ask me. <laughs> Mike is a personal trainer at Muscle Beach. Come on, you wimp. <laughs> That's Make right. It. You can do it. And then I go back to my phone. Yeah. Sometimes you hear Michael counting off rats, like, and he's got, you know, he's talking with his mouth full. I sit there with a bag of chips. I go, don't be like me. Do <laughs> One, the opposite. Two. So, um, okay, you see more uh, These are Roman Catholic bashing here. Yeah. Well, we just saw the priest, the blind priest, lead a bunch of boys and Catholic boys uh, somewhere. Now, two of those boys are our pet shop boys as kids. And we'll oh, see it's them a flashback. In the oh, so nothing's happened. We're just watching, like, this movie's so boring, it's, it's going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> There's some nice legs on these nuns. I could say that I'm Jewish. It's Hanukkah. Yeah. Let that be my Hanukkah gift tonight. My sixth night. You know how you can only make fun of something if you are it? Right. Uh, well, like, I'm certainly not Roman Catholic. Uh, I mean, who can make fun of this? I mean, I think this doesn't count. I think anyone can bash the Catholics, and it's okay. <laughs> well, they might be Roman Catholic. So now here's the priest walking around. So this is a flashback. These are the, the Pet Shop Boys? Yeah, flashback's the wrong word. It's, it, But yes. Two of them are the pet shop boys, and we'll see them throughout. Roman Catholic boys. Uh oh. Turn it up to sound because it's laughing like maniacal. Oh, this is the laughing Sal. There's one in San Francisco. It's uh, this one's a guy. It's a big marionette that uh, laughs when you put coins in it. <laughs> they had that at the Museum Mechanique a uh, hundred years ago, and it's still. If you go to Fisherman's Wharf, I would recommend checking that out. Uh oh. They're in a fun house. Everything's fun house. Mirrors, symbolism, metaphor, yeah. simile. So the mods and rockers, right? The who were in Quadrophenia. The right. Who were mods, and the bad guys were I rockers. I give up. Right? I give up. Who were the mods? <laughs> uh, Townsend, Daltrey, and Entwistle, and uh, Moon, Moon were playing. Oh, by the way, this fortune teller. Uh-huh. It's Chris. <laughs> Oh, so they're going to fall in love here? Echoes fade and memories I don't die. think they're a couple. Autumn frosts but are they friends in this movie? Yeah, yeah, they're the Pet Shop Boys. 
pet shop. Neil says this was the movie that taught him that he can't act. All I remember, and listen, during the 80s, the king of uh, rock movies has to be the late Prince, because he did Uh Purple Rain, and people said, this is a fantastic movie. Then he directed two other movies that are just so insanely, like, great bad movies that and they played them on, they still play them on basic ca- on cable if you have premium cable and HBO is offering you more than two channels uh under graffiti under was it under cherry moon and graffiti bridge those are like the two like insane directed by Prince yeah and they're like the one of them at least one of them is directed by Prince but they're just great bad movies they're they're fun they make no uh, no sense they're not in the same caliber as purple rain so i think that's probably my favorite kind of uh but we, mm-hmm. we watched on this show, Give My Regards to Broad Street. Uh, we watched Tougher Than Leather. These are films from, you yeah. know. Uh, and so it's good to see another 80s band, Pet Shop Boys, do their thing. And I guess Madonna, you know, uh, Shanghai Surprise is on MGM HD. And mm-hmm. TCM just played Who's That Girl recently with Griffin Dunn and her. She's a terrible actor. <laughs> She's not even, like, fun bad, you know? Yeah. But I mean, she's she's fine. She's great in Evita. I take that back. I love that movie. <laughs> Not like this woman. Oh, oh, they're showing like a uh, they're reenacting a Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Chris right now, and Neil Neil was in the room just a moment ago. Neil Neil was the bar uh, butler. <clears throat> See, the thing is, they never said we're gay until '94. Uh, in '93, they had a record called. Uh, I forgot. Oh, there's the priest again yeah, chasing off the there. boys. Well, you know, uh, Andrew Dice Clay met the Pet Shop Boys. He says, are you named Chris and, ba- uh, Chris and Neil, or is that like what you do? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> there they are, Chris and Neil. The play, run, it's come, it comes. Sing along with another words. It's a sin. Yeah, all their stuff is good. I mean... They're a band that really had a peak where everything they did was just fantastic. And they're still a great band, and when they produce music, it's always a note. But yeah. there's a, there's this period right now is impeccable. They may not be good filmmakers, but they're fantastic. Uh, I know you like songcraft and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good at it. <laughs> Give me a remix that goes on for 15 minutes. Now, the Pet Shop Boys are seeing different types of people who lived in England when they were... Oh, right, and they're all on the uh, playground. Oh, no, the, uh, the beachside yeah. amusement center. Oh, they got the mud slinging. Yeah, so, I don't uh, like female mud wrestling. <laughs> and now, for your special pleasure. Yes? What, what stereotype is that? That's a vampire and a girl. Oh, that's, that's a junkie. Yeah, I hate when the junkies get in the merry-go-round. They're always like dropping their needles. Like well, the thing is, you're waiting and waiting and waiting, right? And yes. he's just sitting there, you know. Come on, rides <laughs> over. Yeah, I want to go up. Get off the you fucking mer- yeah. carousel. Oh, now they're at a uh, dance hall, a British, a British. Uh, yeah, and we're going to see some nuns dance for them. <laughs> Why don't we kick the Roman Catholic Church's ass? Do you think maybe you they know, were raised England in Catholic all about Church? Church of England. They have something to say. Now, West End Girls is coming up, oh, and cool. when it does, these these uh, these like black kids rap it, but they're 
They could be from a band called X Posse. I'm not sure. We know. I will play that. I will play that audio. Uh, but right now, I have to look at these sexy nuns dancing. <laughs> with if their they take their crowd. clothes off, for goodness sakes. Their knickers. Yeah, right. I'm forgetting what what uh, country uh, we're supposed to be experiencing right now. Right. Okay, so let's just talk frankly. What okay. the hell are knickers? They're underwear, right? Right. Okay, that's all. Just a name for underwear. Right. So when you say, uh, don't twist your knickers. Don't get your knickers in a bunch. Yeah. I just don't like that word. I just don't care for that word. It's. I say what? it should be called girls, lady, pants. Oh, it's the same song Wait, from five minutes say? ago. It's a sin. Would you prefer to call it Lady Hand? What'd you call it? <laughs> lady Pants. Lacy oh, Lady, lady pants. pants. Yeah, oh, okay. Lacy okay. Lady Pants. <laughs> uh, I mean, especially if they're <sighs> wearing Lacy. Maybe I just want to... Uh, all right. Sometimes when I go on a business trip, I by mistake uh, bring my wife's panties along, like one of them. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it's not by mistake. <laughs> but that's what I say. Oh, well, uh... Well, you just and then oh gosh, and you have to wear your your wife's panties at the business meeting. That <laughs> no, I, I sucks, bring enough bro. underwear. No, no, it's, it's extra. How many like, times that know. that happens every business trip, right? My mistake. My, my mistake. mistake. Oh no, I packed my late. Well, the first my... thing I do when I find it is like, is this really my wife? So I give it a good sniff, <laughs> make sure it's really hers. Right. And uh-huh. then I say, okay, I'll just bring this back to her. And then you put them on my trip. And do you do you sniff them after you take them off or before you put them on? Uh, oh, when I first discover them. Oh, yeah. Okay. If people would like so, to watch a video of this, it's fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay, oh, so he's got them by the he ears. Got the blind priest right? got these he boys. They're watching. It's a sin. He's been About looking for high heaven. The ocean never touching. The evening light. Oh boy, this is what rockers like to watch, right? Well, I mean, he's going to have he's going to have the twelve fishermen uh-huh. haul a huge cross out of the sea uh-huh. and onto their ship. Hang on, yeah, I'm, going, I mean, I'm going back to the ticket vendor and I'm going to pay him twice as much as I paid before because this is exactly what I want to see in an electronic dance music movie. <laughs> oh, did you notice? Did What's you that? notice him in the theater? The the father. No, the the proprietor at the. Oh, he shows up, Derek. Maybe. Yeah, oh, you missed it. No, he's like the Greek chorus. He shows up everywhere. He's like well, uh, Gareth Hunt shows up everywhere. Lots of times, he's different people, but yeah. All right. Well, there's something about Mary, right? Jonathan Winters shows up. Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Richmond uh, uh-huh. plays throughout, and then Cat Baloo. There's a guy who plays music throughout. Is that who Derek is? Uh huh. Well, I don't. Yeah, Gar- Garth Hunt will show up over and over again. Oh. So will uh, Barbara Windsor. She was the French maid we saw when the when oh, the yeah. Petra Boys were on the Nickelodeon. So that's who I was masturbating to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she goes away, by the way. She does not come back again. Well, she until, found out I masturbated um, to the scenes, and she got really uncomfortable. <laughs> Things got kind of complicated. Uh, I don't. Know. Anyway, I resign. <laughs> okay, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, 2010, right. with... Um, um, oh, I saw that piece of shit with, with Johnny yeah. Depp. Yeah, with Johnny Depp. Yeah. That's the next time she's on film after really? this. Really? 
Yeah. Fucking Pet Shop Boys put her in the doghouse, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Career doghouse, Pet Shop Boys? What does it even mean, Pet Shop Boys? What uh, does it even mean? Well, Carl. Yeah? You okay. see. Did they work there? They work at okay, the, the Pet Shop? <laughs> Do they, is it Pet Shop like a place you go and pet people? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's a, uh, they just made it up. I, I used to know this thing. I read about this movie in Select Magazine back in the uh, uh-huh. 90s, and that was the Britpop monthly uh, music publication that I would mm-hmm. pick up at Tower Records or Barnes & Nobles or Borders or the, the many newsstands throughout San Francisco. Uh, <laughs> and they would they interviewed the Pet Shop Boys, mentioned this movie, and that was the last I heard of it. Oh, just, turn the volume up. Quick, quick, quick. Go. Now that could be the band X Posse. Okay. They're well, a very forgotten rap group of yesteryear. I think they probably broke up, so they uh, are definitely an X Posse. Right. Yeah. They are. <laughs> that's a good life. Uh, thank you. That's the only joke to see. It took us 15 minutes to get this movie going, but that's a joke. <laughs> I, I don't like playing music on this show, but this song's yes, great. Yes, yes. Come on. You're not going to... There's what, no copyright. What do you want? I'll stick over. How, if you got how much and so how often, who would you choose the hardest option? Which you chose? I think I would go with the hardest option if I yeah, know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. If you could explain it to me, then I could decide. Carl, which do you prefer? A tuna fish fuffa or a fuffa of tuna fish? Well, uh, well I don't know what the fuck you're saying, so the first one sounds good. What the hell is tuna fish? Dead and girls, dead and dead and kids, nerd. Someone wrote back. I think there was ZZ Top car. Oh yeah, ZZ Top shows up in this movie. Hey, there's there they are. There's the guy without the beard whose last name is Beard. How ironic. Oh, that we got like fashion models on fancy cars. And that is a shiny Volkswagen. Maybe they're shooting Car and Driver magazine. Look at the June buggy. Oh, that's Speed Racer. Oh, no, that's a... Uh, no, not the Mach 5. No, but I'm thinking of the Eastern Hanna-Barbera... There was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon where there was a talking, like, Jeep. Penelope Pitstop? No, like it, it wasn't was part of the Wacky race. Races. No, it wasn't a Wacky Races guy. He had his own thing. <laughs> and he would be like, whoop, whoop. He had his own saying. Catchphrase. It was like, catchphrase, catchphrase. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, remember we were going to do Herbie that one time? Oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. Okay, now they're... I'm sorry to interrupt you. Now they're going to buy a car. Oh, thank okay. God. Yeah, wow. And also, they're, they're partners now. They're, like, throughout the film, they're going to... They're going to work. One guy's got the right. brains, and the other one's got the brawn, and they're going to make lots of money. <laughs> the other one's got nothing. She doesn't even talk. Okay, yeah. so this Here is the is. stereotype of the car salesman, I guess, at their time. And they're like, we'll buy. And he's on giving the spiel, even though he doesn't need to. I'm very glad you asked that question, sir. And is the Pope a Catholic? I won't waste any more time, sir. Oh, boy. Okay, now for our next uh, improv sketch, we need a location. (laughs) Boy, it sucks. And (laughs) now you can see the, um, the pet shop boys do what they always do. Nothing. Right. They don't do a thing. Do they, they buy the car? Yeah, they buy the car and they start driving to London. How much? 
It depends. Would you like a hard or soft option? Oh! <laughs> How much have you got? Neil wishes his fucking song is a rap music, right? He's like, oh, well, yeah. I'm doing rap. I'm doing rap. I'm like Blondie, like Rapture. <laughs> I'm appropriating. The white uh, man never steals black man. Oh, no, it would be enough. You wait till I get you home. This is like uh, Elvis making black musicians re- redo his songs. Yeah. yeah. I was, it was supposed to be like a rap song, so we thought we could have a, a rap band. Cash? Cash? Well, it's one, you get no money, two, give me your show. Cash? <laughs> About three grand. 500. It's a deal. <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, it's hysterical. Am I watching Monty oh. Python? Oh, no, I'm not. Am I watching Little Britain? Even Little Britain is funnier than this. Remember I said there was no humor in it? Yeah. I guess I meant the attitude of these pet shop boys. Uh, you know what I mean? It just doesn't strike me as a funny film. And then we keep bumping into funny stuff. Yeah, no, it seems like it's it's doesn't seem connected to a plot, right? I mean, it's just these these vignettes and right. music. Here's some music for you. Yeah, listen. Thing is, there is not a plot, you see, throughout this whole oh, thing. Good. I'll riff that. Uh-oh, what was going to happen next? No, I don't. Uh, a bridge too far. Hey, I have no plot to riff off. <laughs> Well, the thing is that the internet claims, okay, this guy, his name is Jack Bond. He's the one who directed this, and he wrote the script with some collaborator, James Dillon, something like that. Uh So the first thing he did, they said to him, listen, we want an hour-long like music video of our um, album, um, actually. This this movie's got songs from Please, the movie. Album, please, in the movie, actually. So they said, just give us a half an hour. So he started listening to the songs like crazy. Yeah. And then he puts them like in the order of what he thought was a story. And when they came back from their little tour, he's like, we're going to do a feature film. Huh. <laughs> it was his idea. Well, so there is an argument for bands to do uh, uh, movies. I mean, Pink Floyd the Wall was mm-hmm. probably the, uh, one of the more famous 80s film and Led Zeppelin, I believe, in the 80s had uh, The Song Remains the Same, which is unwatchable. Well, that was just a concert, but I hear you. But there was like footage of generals moving soldiers on the risk board, you know, yeah. uh, and like dolphins or whatever the fuck they're into. Uh, <laughs> Spice World, I think, is probably the last good, bad uh, rock band movie. Like that one's, hey, wait a minute, wait yeah. a minute. Hold on. Put uh-huh. on the brakes for you uh-huh. for a second. Okay. Uh, brrr, that's me putting on the are brakes. Are you not a Led Zeppelin? Uh, are you like, do you not know Led Zeppelin's music? Carl, okay. Let me tell you something. 19-year-old Mike Spiegelman and 49-year-old Mike Spiegelman both agreed that Led Zeppelin is the anti-Mike of rock music. I've never... Okay. I, listen, Devo, uh, fucking yeah, yeah. Joy Devo, Division, uh, fucking... Oh, yeah, Joy Division. Right, you know, right. they don't really need to... They Kraft use guitars, work. but you don't know... Yeah, Kraft Work doesn't have guitars, or if they is, they, 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 you don't really need to hear it down your throat, you know. So yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. more Mike music. Okay. <laughs> well, why, why well I love Mike music, and also. <laughs> okay. By the way, the person in the back of the car is the same actor who played the priest, um, but now he's a serial killer. 
and he's turning on the. I think this is the song you like. Um, the radio. Yes, I love this song. I had a girlfriend yeah. once who used to sing on the radio. Every time she walked under a bridge, you couldn't hear her sing. So this is a Willie but Nelson it, cover. Oh, she was a beautiful girl. Oh, I, oh, I think he's saying he killed her. When I first All right. Said, now he's saying that psycho. he's saying jokes. And I said there was no jokes. didn't do her any good, she said. I asked her why. They don't she care. Said, God, Neil, Neil Pennant. Looks like he had the bushiest mustache for two decades, and he shaved it before it was time for his movie. Right? He has the biggest upper lip I've ever seen. He's just right on singing. This is cool. I like this song, too. Yeah, their version is good. Yeah, songwriting and, and music. When the hero never... When the hero never reacts... I don't know, like that... I love uh, Kurt Vonnegut, but there was that one movie, uh, Slaughterhouse Five. Slaughterhouse Five, Billy Pilgrim, right? Because, right, that's exactly right. He never reacted, right? Yeah. The world reacted to him at his work, um, his fat wife, uh, the people who get him to do the speech. Like he, he, the, the guy who was like, "I'm going to kill you in the war." Remember, he killed my best friend. Remember right. that guy. Anyway, I, I'm just not a fan of the protagonist with no, you know, who gives you nothing. So like Catch-22, Catch he does that too, right? He just kind of wanders yep. through the... Yep. They got Art Cesarian? Garfunkel, that's how... No, what is it? Caesarian? No. Caesarian? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what was this? Oh, his name? Some... Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like Billy Caesarian or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, it was His name was Art Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I didn't tell you. See, I'm only playing this in the background because the only good part of this song is where he, in the remix, there he goes, because you're always in my house. And you're like, whoa! <laughs> and the music changes slightly. You're always in my house. My house. And then house music plays, which was a huge thing back in 1987. <laughs> yeah. No, I was in the early 90s, but... No, I think, well, this, this song is in this movie, and this movie is 88, Yes, right. right. Yeah, point. so, no, house music was from Newark, my friend, during the 80s, remember? Mm-hmm. House mm-hmm. music, Deep House, or whatever, and uh, New York loved it, and it became a New York thing, and uh, the Brits heard it, and they kind of, you know, Chicago yeah. was doing the same type of uh, great music, and the Brits heard it, and they said, oh, well, listen, did you, have you heard this new American music? And... Uh, they took it, and then America goes, hey, have you heard this cool British music? <laughs> right? right? So, yeah, is, yeah, fuck Newark. That was the sequence. Yeah. F- fuck everyone who lives in Newark, in Chicago. Detroit. Detroit, actually. There was a Chicago house music, and then the music from Detroit, like uh, uh, Juan Atkins and Carl Craig, it's just fantastic shit, man. It's, you know, it's... I guess has, I don't know about that. The only music from Detroit I know is that uh, Motown... Um, that was a different time, of course. Right. All right, let's see what's going on here. Well, he he, he is a serial killer. Right. Uh, the radio told us that, but uh, he just gets out of the car. And once again... He takes all his weaponry. boys are completely unharmed. Well, he doesn't... Because they did nothing. He can't tell if they're pets or boys, so he doesn't know whether or not to... Oh, you can hear the sharpening of the knives behind the music. Mm-hmm. This is the movie remix. Movie mix. Stop the car. I'm getting out. 
I mean, the budget was low. They have this, like, cheap prop car. Look at right. that. It's the steering wheel's on the wrong side. <laughs> Watch oh, out! Watch out! Crap. What are you doing? You're on the wrong side of the road. Oh, no, you're going no, to a steakhouse in print. Don't eat the food. <laughs> it's horrible. It tastes, it's bland and overcooked. Overboiled. <laughs> Here's the punchline. I don't know. So now he's turning back into the priest? He's got no, a cane? No, no, he's... Oh, I, I, I don't know. You're right. He's got the glasses. He didn't have the cane and glasses. I could go. Ooh, hello. Yeah. Uh, we're watching someone getting uh, ass-grabbed, hugged. Right, she loved it. Yeah, that was a good grab. I hope that was the oh, first and only take. Gosh, remember I said there were no jokes. Oh, I'm no, sorry. no, I'm I've seen this. Wrong. I've seen this scene before. This is the fucking ventriloquist, right? Well, actually, yes, yeah. but he doesn't come up quite yet. I okay. was going to point out that they um, they order, like, first class, you know, from a fancy restaurant. They, they do orders, like, from a fancy restaurant. Right. But it doesn't phase her at all. Okay. You well, sound up? Here, yeah, here we go. She's taking place in order this time. They, they ignore her. Ready to hold up. Walk away. And right as she's about to be done, he goes, Right! Right. <laughs> so who's the asshole here? The waitress or the Pet Shop Boys? Um, Ah, oh, he spoke. Then, um, like the fillet of sole, um, Belgique. Fillet of sole, Belgique. It's uh, anything to drink. It's, you know, fancy restaurant. The Chateau Latour, 1942. The Oh, oh my god, and some guy from World War II is uh, fucking in the other booth. Pilot, yeah. Or he could be steampunk, and he's got goggles over his hat. <laughs> there was no such thing then. Zero. Well. Okay, that pilot you see there is about to become a big part of the movie. Oh, good. Now, there, here's a traveler, and once again, it's Garth Hunt! Oh! He's been stalking him the whole time. Hey, you know what? He's like Peter Sellers and Doctor and Lolita. Remember, he shows up as different characters and harasses George Peter, Scott. Uh, let me write that down. Lolita. 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 Yeah, okay, watch it. You know what? If you if you haven't read the story, just read your diary. It's a, <laughs> Wait, I know about Navikov. Uh, yeah, right. No, it's it's it was the first movie version of. Uh, I believe Navikov was alive and wrote the screenplay. Uh, which uh, and it was directed by our good friend Stanley James Kubrick. James Mason, James Mason, right? James Mason, he, yeah. He was in it. Yeah. Okay, I think I did see. I think I did see Lolita. He falls in love with her. Right. And he uh, and Shelley Winters is, is is her mom, and uh, Peter Sellers keeps showing up. Shows up as different characters. One large. I think I'll have it, to check it out. I, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I, I believe. He might have been the same person pretending to be other people, or it was just sellers. Because in Doctor Strange Love, he plays a bunch of people, but in three, yeah, yeah. But in Lolita, he kind of keeps harassing Mason as different people, and I, I can't remember my Navikov or my Kubrick or my Peter Sellers or whatever. Right, it was a Kubrick film. Yeah. All right, I'll have to check it out because I, I I saw it so long ago. I don't think I knew what I was watching, and I'm like, whatever. I gotta check it out. <laughs> Are you? Uh, did you watch anything good this week? 
Who, me? Yeah. Why don't we make that a regular feature? No, I saw the Orville. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have I have 12 episodes waiting for me. I haven't, I haven't made it past the first 10 minutes, but it's good. Yeah, don't don't run to the... Okay. Uh, you should see it. You should see it, but I saw Star Wars today. Oh, yeah? And is it... Should better? I do spoilers? No, no, let's wait a week. Wait, I'll do fake spoilers. Fake spoilers. So I heard oh they I'd blow up Princess the Death Star. Leia goes to the dark side. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it with uh, Han Solo fucking... Uh, he comes back to he life. He comes back to life, yeah. Spoiler. Star Wars spoiler alert. Okay, so he's finally opening up this suitcase, and sure right, enough, it's, it's a ventriloquist dummy. It was just making noises, like, let me out, you blatant, bloody English person. Oh, that's so hack. Yeah, so he finally said, okay. Well, that's a good call. I like that. When love comes quickly, whatever you do, mm-hmm. Carl. Ah, ah. This is playing on the ju- jukebox right now. Yeah, okay. Zero. So we're watching the World War II pilot play with a. Uh, with some kind of video, video game. Oh. Oysters. Oysters. Finley sliced brown butter bread. Finger bowls. Now, what's different is the um, Chris interacts with the dummy. Usually, the Pet Shop Boys are oblivious to everyone else's nonsense, nonsense. But um, but that's weird because he speaks to the waitress, which is kind of a funny joke. Uh, but. Is, is he like uh, Brian? Speaking of uh, Seth MacFarlane, is he like Brian and Stewie, where the only two can talk, like him and the dummy? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, no, the dummy, everyone can hear him. And he starts talking about philosophy, and he's talking about time, and he's talking about what is a teacup. Have you ever heard that one? Is this Chris or the dummy talking about it? The dummy. Which is not easy to talk philosophy when you have a hand up your ass. You <laughs> That's easy for you to say. Eggs, beans, chips, two fried slices. Sausages, one large, one small. Tomatoes. So he's ordering the lower class food. The extra beans. Right. He also and ordered uh, sausage and she didn't and bring it. So he's going to make a big deal about that. Side order of beans. Got a long way to go, have you, love? Oh, yes. Yes. Whew, move over, Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, I see. Fetch up, boys are coming after you. I hope you win. She's another stereotype of. Oh, dummy just <laughs> winked. You winked. Yeah. How do you. So it's now so he's going to say that a teacup, right? Yeah. Is only a real thing go, yeah. in the context of us, right? Because uh-huh. we crafted it, have tea in it. Many things could hold tea, and yet they're not a teacup. It, it's. It's. Uh, you know, and it holds a little bit more philosophical weight than a picture of fucking Kermit the Frog sipping tea, which passes his <laughs> philosophy in America. Mondays. If you love something, set it free. You gotta, you know, the great thing about memes is that it's really funny once you know the jo- reference. Mm-hmm. You're like, huh, there's a cabbage in a field. And people are like, that's hysterical. <laughs> uh, well, like you have like a melon yeah. on top of, um, you know, sitting on the back of a collie. Right. And then they'll say, I don't know. Mondays are melancholy. 
Okay. Oh. Monday always get me down. So, Carl, uh, being old people on the internet, uh, we have we always <laughs> stick to minion memes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A conscience fight. We'll say like. The stick Hang can't get there. the stick can't get sucked by itself, and there'll be a picture of Bob smiling from the minions. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not one of the minions. In memes. a world devoid of conscious intending agents, well, there might be things like teacups. There would be no teacups. That's really good. He was sipping his tea while the dummy was talking. He's also saying like. If the whole human race became extinct and there was nothing left behind but teacups, it would no longer be a teacup. It'll be a physical thing in the middle of a universe. You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense, actually. Without us, yeah. there is no... It is named in relation to... And it's true with us. If it wasn't for Carl and me, this movie would not exist. It would just be a thing. <laughs> So I'm watching this kid on the internet called Max Logan, and he's saying that the super collider at CERN changed the atomic weight of one electron. And when it did that, it destroyed our universe and shifted us into a parallel universe, an alternative reality. Huh. What do you think? I like it. Well, I mean, at first I was like, this is crap. And then, like, I realized Donald Trump is president of the United States. That's something that could never happen, Mike. Really? An alternative reality. We live in a bizarre world now. Speaking of which, uh, before Carl gets uh, the police, say police break down his door and takes him away, uh, we're in a bizarre world where the wall behind the uh, jukebox <laughs> levitates to show a stage. Right. Let's see if I can and recommend this. This is called song. Two Divided by Zero. Oh, does not compute. I don't. <laughs> that song does not compute, Carl. I guess two divided by zero is two. Oh, I have a yeah. joke. Do you want to hear my math joke, Carl? Yes, please. Okay, so uh, at an algebra bar, uh, one over X was having a drink, and uh, okay, no, uh, Y equals one over X is having a drink. Is having a drink. Okay. And X equals zero comes by, and he sees her and he says, "Hey, how about you and I uh, get together?" He says, "That's impossible. Never is going to happen." <laughs> Because it, because mathematically it's yeah it's impossible it'd be one over zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you know, Kay? Don't you know that is that is an impossibility? Here's another math joke. Uh, <laughs> forty three okay. with the number forty three is at a bar and being abrasive and just a dick, and he goes, "I'm in another bourbon," and the bartender says, "That's it, you're get out of here." He goes. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was. Uh, hey, bartender. I'll have a. Uh, make me a double. And the bartender looks at forty-three. He goes, "That's it. You're eighty-six. <laughs> All I've got is six is scared of seven. Oh yeah, but they never talk about that. Uh, Ten is afraid of nine because nine eight seven. <laughs> they never say that. They That's never right. say that, right? They never bring up ten. But ten. <laughs> But uh, no, they never bring up nine. But nine, eight, seven. People don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. And besides, six was scared of seven because seven was a registered six offender. <laughs> six offender. Oh, yeah. that's, Jude, you gotta use that joke. Uh, I do. I do. Yeah. Do we? What, do you get like a pun groan, or do you get someone going? That's funny. 
I, they, I don't know. They get they laugh. That's an A list one. Uh. And then I say, and then I say, six was no angel. Six was a freaking pervert at one time caught in a sex act with nine. Ah, and then all the goodwill leaves the room. <laughs> all the goodwill leaves the room. No, by that point, they know I'm kidding. I this is all choreographed, by the way, on purpose by this famous woman. Uh, oh, I it, don't have her name in front is of it, me. Is it, uh, oh, Mickey, you're so fine, woman? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Tony, Tony Basil, Tony Basil uh-huh. uh, was a famous choreographer and, and uh, uh, dancer in the 60s. She shows yeah. up in the monkey movie Head, which we watched together. Right, And she, did, dances yeah. with, uh, she dances with Mickey Jones. Da, 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 da. And she choreographed that too, and she's listed as a, choreo- a choreographer. So she and she's in. Uh, I think she's in Give My Regards to Broad Street, but she, she's a famous oh. choreographer. She's like the Debbie Allen, the UK Debbie Allen. You know how the world's fam- the America's most famous choreographer is Debbie Allen. Yes, from Fame. Just by the name, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not paying attention to choreographers. I watch them dance. <laughs> So when you go to strip clubs, you're not like, can I can I get a playbill, please? <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a nice pirouette. Uh, this guy's name is Neil Dixon, and he played a lead role in Biggles. I don't know what that is. Biggles, Adventure in Time. And the reason he was cast in this role is apparently it's the opposite of that character. So, so if you there... live in England, you know what that means. So I think I know, I'm, I think I know the reference. It's uh, like a, a children's book series about like some you know airport, some adventurer, oh. some pilot flyer. And he, well, thank God, this movie got away from the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> the Pet Shop Boys watch the final product. They're like, how come we're only in sixty percent of this movie? There could be things that look like what. He's reading this philosophy because the um, dummy inspired him, and then he he realizes the dummy's an existentialist, and something like he, this can't exist. So he's off to like kill the pet shop boys. I don't get it. There could be things that could be used to drink tea from buckets, shells, and so on. But teacups are the things that we okay. It's W. H. Newton Smith's book, A Structure of Time. Okay. He reaches the conclusion the dummy's a blasted existentialist. So he boards a plane determined to put an end to such daftness. All right. Neil and Chris are driving along a country lane when the pilot attacks. I remember by that. I remember that. Oh, yeah, right, because uh, he's chasing after the dummy, and the dummy's driving in front of the Pet Shop Boys. And uh-huh. uh, when he's shooting, then the, the, the dummy swerves the car. This British dummy... Is such a dummy. He drives on the left side, of the right side of the road. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this movie doesn't care. If we have time, I'll, I'll, we could watch another. Uh, there's a British band called the KLF. Uh-huh. Carl, do you know the KLF's going to rock you? I, I I believe that's probably uh, some of their lyrics. Yeah, the way you said it. Well, they uh, they're probably most famous for a duo a duo with Tammy Wynette. They also burn a million pounds. They're they're kind of like pranksters. But one of the pranks they did was uh, they made a theatrical movie for their album, and uh, they, then they burned s- one million pounds. Yeah, they burned a million pounds as an art project. They they had three big hits and then they had a big hit with uh, Tammy Wynette 
and they created uh, chill out music, and they're kind of these pop pranksters. And uh, what's their name again? The KLF. They did their own little movie uh, called the Ch- uh, the White Room. Uh huh. And uh, it's it's worth. I mean, I'm a fan of the band, so uh, I'm a little like, more. Like, isn't it illegal to burn a hundred million uh, to burn a million pounds to burn money? Or is that just America? Well, I know in America you can't burn money. If you want to burn a million pounds, then you should. Blake, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm done with the jokes. <laughs> Oh, thanks for liking my my pillow tweet. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you worked out that joke at our show last week. Yeah, yeah. Then I got a tweet out of it. All right, so the pilot is gonna fucking kill Pet Shop Boys. Well, he's not. There's gonna be bullet holes all through their car, but of course they didn't interact. They don't even go curse you, Red Baron. They just drive on. I'll just quickly say that the KLF made a movie, uh, had an album that had music from the movie, and then they scrapped it, and then they produced a new album with the same name that became a uh-huh. pop uh, like classic. You know, it has a lot of uh, What Time Is Love and all this uh, Justified and Ancient, all this crappy music. So, uh, and then they broke up and burned a million pounds. The burning a million pounds really sounds interesting to me. You should check it out. They did it as a, they, and then they they called themselves the K Foundation after that. They retired from the music industry. They re, they uh, did a version of their song with a uh, political punk band at the British mm-hmm. Music Awards, and they uh, machine gunned the audience, you know, with sound effects, and said the uh-huh. KLF has left the music industry, and they left, and then they burned a million pounds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been nice if they kept making good stuff. They and and individually they've done some crazy art projects and stuff like that. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm gonna look them up. I bet you I'll become one too. We'll see. This was available on VHS, but of course that's discontinued. There was a laser disc of this movie. It could... Yeah, available in the states and also Japan, but of course it was discontinued. I think it's dumb to say it was discontinued. The laser discs were discontinued. Yeah, right. They said the Pet Shop Boys. Um, they claim like anytime a fan, the, the internet tells me on their official site. Anytime a fan asks, "Are you gonna, you know, release this to DVD?" They say yes, but they, they never do it. They never do it. Right. Right. It would be such a waste of money. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it's on Vimeo. Would have been preferred to have it on YouTube and hold. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, it's a lot of this pilot dude. Well, they probably spent a lot of money on this, on this aerial footage. They had to rent the plane for, and they had to rent a stunt flyer. Right. Stunt pilots. Who were their competitors back then? I mean, the KLF and uh, or their contemporaries. Depeche Mode was probably in full vogue back then. Right. KFC wasn't around yet. No. Still Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. I'm the Pet Shop Boys. Wow. Flying footage. Oh, over it, and over and over again. And he's got himself a little uh, machine gun with a, mm-hmm. a, a, a target. target thing. By the way, that target yeah. is, it's, it's where will, the, where are they going to be? The target is set up so 
you're looking at where they're, you think you're looking at the plane, but it's really where they're going to be in a couple minutes. Of course, by the bullet. You follow me? Yeah. <laughs> the, the gun is cocked a little up from the target. So you're looking, you're targeting the plane and it's targeting, where's it going to be 400 miles per hour from now? A second, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. Okay, so I'll tell you some more stuff while we're waiting for this idiot to shoot a gun. Okay, yeah, please do. Um, okay, so EMI had a visual arm. Uh, this is at the time in which VHS and music videos collide, right? VHS right. becomes available. Music videos are now a thing. Right. So EMI made Picture Music International, PMI, the visual arm. They released the Pet Shop Boys VHS, which had six promos, television appearances, snippets, and then they had similar plans for this tape number two, but the director said, no, 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 no. We're doing feature-length film. Now, the Pet Shop Boys said, you know what? That's a great idea because we don't want to tour. We're freaking sick of it. We're not going to tour. So this will keep our fans happy. You see, they shot up the uh, car. Yeah. I hope they're but, okay. Yeah. No, they're not. They're very <laughs> shot. Poor guys. Oh, uh, well, that was too bad. Well, they can at least see <laughs> but, Kirk Cobain in heaven. Not yet. Not, well, what do you mean? Do you don't think like everybody who dies shows up? Have, oh you have yeah, to, I'll, I'll, there's you, no you, time in heaven. Everybody, yeah. Three a.m. Three a.m. So eternal. you can meet your kid, right? Your old yeah. man dead kid and his your old man dead grandchildren. You meet everyone and the future dead people. You're gonna meet like every fucking help. Yeah. Oh, uh, last name not Spiegelman, Carl. <laughs> can we edit that part out I don't mind the fact that it took us 15 minutes to start the show but uh oh a wind is blowing uh, dress around okay now so Neil comes up to make a telephone call and you're like oh my god these guys are DMO. shit out of him yeah we got some uh, Trump but supporter British Trump supporters yeah oh, it's England that's what we have you have these yabos right did I say it right yabos I don't know. I just probably said the most offensive thing in the world, and I don't know because I'm just oh, a little idiot. He is. All right, here we go. The hooligans. I've been meaning to call. I've got the brain. Sorry. Uh oh, they're going to bingo him in the bathbox. Oh, after you. This is Union Jack shirt. Do you remember, Carl, when you go into phone booths and people would fucking stare out at you like this? Yeah. It was I weird. I was, in, I was in West Northwest Shire, Hampton Shire. Uh huh. And yeah, I was ringing up the telly. No, they don't say that. Uh, you were you were uh, call, you were calling up the Lou on yeah, the bathroom. I, was, I mean, <laughs> calling up the Lou. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, Lou. How Lou. You Still having. You know, I went into a bar and uh, I said, excuse me, but where's the Lou? And they said, oh, actually in England, we just refer to him as Lou. He's over there. <laughs> there he is. Oi! Oi! My name's Oi. Lou. Don't piss on me. I'm not a Lou. I'm not a bottom. Now in America, we say hey. Right. And in England, they say oi. Oi. But the thing is, I was a young kid. I was like 14 or something. I don't know from oi. Uh -huh. This guy got so mad. He's going oi! Oi! And I was like, 
I don't. I, I oh, you didn't know why he was saying oi. Yeah, I thought he was just some dude, and he's like a freaking out over something. He's looking <laughs> right at me. I don't. I wish I remember the details. All I remember is the scary, scary realizing he's trying to communicate with me somehow. We were at like it was like Penn Station on our way to Radio City Music Hall. Kind That's of. That's funny. But did you? And I was. But do you didn't realize like somebody was trying to make a noise to indicate like. Hey, yeah, you, if you, the guy turned to me and said, hey. Right. I'd go, yeah. But, but he what, didn't. But he turns to me and he might as well have said, I was like, what the hell? Oi. Oi. Okay, here once again um, is our recurring actress. Um, the woman from Alice in Wonderland 2010. Right. Her next fucking role. In the theater, in the, on screen. <laughs> Barbara Windsor, good old Barbara Windsor. Barbara Windsor, hey Barbara Windsor, He's you want to bring up his mum? Have you tried this drug called Special K? Oh, what does it do? Ah, oh, next thing you know, it like two decades passed. Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't do Special K. I was making a joke. Carl, that thing that she's talking on. Yeah. That's called it's a prop. A wireless phone. <laughs> it's called a prop, movie prop. Oh, yeah, a wireless phone. If it was a movie prop, why would she, a cordless phone, why would she have the um, antenna up? See? It's yeah. really functional. So I was watching a TV special, and it was Carrot Top, and it was old. Uh-huh. And, uh, where where were you like, watching Carrot Top? I have to stop you right now. You were watching it on, on what, PBS? No, I don't know. It's just on the Netflix you know, with channels. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. No, it was, it was mean, cable TV. Know. Okay, cable I didn't mean to remember. All right, it was a carrot so top. Seven channels, network. and there's carrot top. Yeah, and the guy comes like he was pretending. I used to work at an electronic store. We have, we'd have cordless phones. We'd have. He starts listing everything. Then the guy goes comes to the store and he goes, uh, "You have phoneless cord? Phoneless cord? I don't know. Let me check it out." He starts going through his book. You know, he has he has props. Right, right. And he pulls out a cord, just a telephone cord. He goes, hey, I got a watch. Everyone's laughing. Well, you had to be there. Yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. There, there being cord. the time period when that made sense. Oh, she has the antenna up. Yeah, see? Fully functional. You know, I always like when people say like an Movie old reference and then they add the tag. If you don't know what that is, look, uh, Google it. Yeah. But I think it's funny because... If they don't know what the Flintstones is, they probably are going to Google it. They don't need your advice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I make a, a, a Rockford Files uh, reference, if they don't right. know what it is, they're going to ask Siri. I mean, they're going to Google it. I'm not gonna, if I, they care. Yeah. Like that part, so that part millennials get. Right. You, the, I talk into Google, by the way, but the way that you um, – like when someone asks me a question that I think is stupid, I say that's what Google's for, <laughs> just to not answer. Look, it's Doctor Who. Uh, it's going to Doctor Who. Oh yeah, he's in a phone booth. She's spinning no, around in a chair. That is cut. And the camera's spinning around the uh, phone booth. So did the skinheads beat him up? Skinheads. No, the um, skinheads broke the glass and he put his he put his head on. It got cut on the glass. Oh no! Is this the end of Neil? This is the song, What Have I Done to Deserve This? Remember what she have said I that done he... to deserve this? It's right. probably true. I think I'm just going to sing their lyrics to different Pet Shop Boys songs. <laughs> oh. This is... Um, Page six, girl. 
it's a young lady who has opened the young lady. Uh, this woman in lingerie has just opened up the curtains in her bay window. Right. Now he's he's going he's in flames. You'll see. Oh yeah. It's like a computer. Oh, yeah. computers. They didn't light him on fire. This is the second take. The first take, they actually lit him on fire. And the second take, they just use computer graphics. In the second take, she has a robe on. Yeah. Oh, symbolism. So it's the neighbors. She's watching, the young lady is watching the old lady cut a rose because symbolism. Oh, yeah, he's on fire. There's the commuter. Oh, that's symbolism. Oh, he takes a rose. Symbolism. I don't think I know this song that well. There's a couple of Pet Shop Boys songs that kind of, always kind of sound similar. Uh-huh. Like, you go, is this this song or that song? I will never forget, though, Carl, moving into the big city, moving to San Francisco, and yeah. uh, having a really small apartment with a window with a gate and facing two brick walls and listening to the right. Pet Shop Boys, because that's what my neighbor played 24-7. <laughs> the Go West out, yeah, man album. yeah. So I'm a big fan. Oh, so this guy is paint, he's putting a brick wall over a mural. Uh, uh, oh, I see. He's doing the it's symbolism. It's a billboard, and he's covering up the billboard with brick wall uh, bricks to match the building behind it. And this is all has some meaning. I don't know what, but I'll tell you one thing. Every yeah. time you don't see that fire anymore, uh-huh. the guy is. Laying on the ground in there, uh, <laughs> fire extinguishing him. Yeah, like this car on fire driving down the street. Is someone in on the, the car? On the wrong side of the road. Oh, they had to reshoot it, <laughs> or they said, "Fuck it, we're done." <laughs> wow, that's so crazy. Yeah, every yeah. You ever see those like behind the scenes? They have uh, this. Oh, Carl, talk about a great bad movie. Yeah, there, it was a movie that was theatrically released, but it's basically a making of DVD uh, bonus feature. It's a feature length movie called Full Tilt Boogie, and it's the making of From Dust to Dawn. They actually released Miramax released the documentary in some theaters before putting it as a DVD extra, and it's about seventy eight minutes. And they show like Robert Rodriguez shooting a guy getting on fire, and then what they do the moment it, it's done. And mm-hmm. that's really interesting. That's what made me think of that movie. Because it's scary. It's one of those things where like, all right, well, I'll be quiet, but there's the movie Reindeer <laughs> Games. The movie Reindeer <laughs> Games. He falls into a, a hole in the ice, right, of a frozen lake. And then he jumps out and he runs off. I've seen the behind the scenes. They had like a jacuzzi, outside indoor, outside jacuzzi yeah. waiting to put the person into the jacuzzi because otherwise he would die. Yeah, that makes sense. And even that is it should be really hard on the system to be like super cold and super warm. Yeah. So as what you know, and you, you watch behind the scenes, he goes, "Well, that makes sense. If the guy's going to fall in the water, he'll die." And then you watch the movie, you're like, "I'm supposed to believe he's okay, even though the behind the scenes shows you the preparation because this guy would die from this if he actually did in real life." All right. Well, oh, sorry. by the way, look at their zebra faces. Yeah, so we were watching two conductors with zebra-painted faces carrying an actual zebra. Uh, well, right. holding a zebra. They're, the rich, they're British furries. <laughs> uh, we'd like to go to the Shining Hotel, please. <laughs> uh, they're going to get it on. It's threesome. In that, in that There's going to be a snake uh, 
snake uh, this, this is Paddington Station, apparently, and, right. and they're like a snake. You see how he can, keeps on wearing that white scarf? Like yeah. there's going to be a snake around his neck instead. Oh, that's tripping. This is Paddington Station? Well, this is like cows are in the station. Symbolism. Yeah, there's the snake. Yeah, I don't know what all this stuff means. Like well, there's the burning man. Your sheep, right? Your, your cattle waiting to get on the train. And then something oh, religious with the snake, I guess. Sense. And this train represents intercourse when it goes through a tunnel. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Tunnel scene. Fuck Tedesex. I'm on a train. <laughs> yeah, except it doesn't make sense the coming out the other. The other end? Yeah. Oh, he's singing. What is he singing? I guess if I'm, I am a fan of the band. Is it one more chance? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't feel like I got ripped off watching them just fucking sing through an entire movie. I think that people know going in they weren't going to see a story. They weren't going to see Give My Regards to Broadway. Right. A broad Street. They were Which, going to see. Just a bunch of music videos. videos. Music video yeah. of the movie. Uh, have you seen By the, the way, Sa- there was. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you this anytime. So, what were you saying? Oh, behind uh, Insane Clown Posse's movie, like right? Yeah, where they're like it's a western, and they're in grease paint. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of hard to watch. It's funny, but it's hard to watch. I say, you know what? It's watchable. It's just dumb. <laughs> okay, go go ahead, Carl. You said by the way. Well, I'm just there's a bunch of stuff, and the movie's kind of wrapping up. So I okay. just wanted to. Okay, so. They had a working title. I mean, you know it's, it couldn't happen here, but they didn't have a title. So they called it A Hard Day's Shopping, which is apparently a nod to the Beatles 64 movie, Hard Day's Night. But uh-huh. uh, it says here on the internet, a cheeky wink to one of the tracks off the second album, Actually. Well, We're uh, hearing all the tracks on Actually. Do you I don't know, know I don't know them off to? the hand, but I can't think of the reference. A Hard Day's Shopping. Okay, never mind. Oh, hang on a second. Carl, I'm sorry that story didn't land. Here's the world's tiniest violinist. <laughs> you hear that? Yes. the world's tiniest Play violinist. For... Oh, my... my story didn't land. This is the worst ringtone I've heard. It goes on forever. <laughs> <laughs> they just listen. They don't even throw in a quid. Through, throughout this whole thing, they just don't interact. Oh, See the so lone, the sad soldiers from the World War One. Isn't that funny? Like this is if this was the '80s, this generation still acknowledged. I guess in England they always acknowledged the war, the because you know, it was you know. Oh, they were getting their ass kicked. It was bombing them. Yeah, they were in bombing London. them too. So they they never they'll never forget World War Two. Right. And then. Oh, uh, oh, excuse me. You were talking about World War One. Yeah. Well, well. Once again, we come into the. I mean, in World War One, like France is where they were fighting. You know what I mean? Like, it's unlike us. They were in the war since 1914. We come in in 1917. The troops are far away from us. It's prominent in England because it's all, it was always in their backyard. People they know died in the war in a bomb shelter. You know what I mean? Hello? 
like go on. Okay, so uh, they're off to Paddington Station. Uh, that's where we saw those Army shoulders, uh, soldiers. And they get into a limo, um, driving in and out of the tunnel. And now they're going to be driven through a battlefield where all these bombs explode all around them. And Oh, Lincoln Tunnel. Mike, uh, are you still there? Oh, Carl, sorry. Oh, yeah. Hi, I are. had I put the, down the wrong thing. That's, I've been I've been uh, off air for I don't know how long. <laughs> I was making the New York, New York, New York, New Jersey joke, Lincoln Tunnel joke. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh no! Like when I was saying, oh, Lincoln Tunnel, we did, I wasn't hearing you at all. Here you yeah. are. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well. I guess that's the first mistake we made on this show today. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Got a pretty good record. So, uh, yeah, I was going to say something else, but you know what? Oh, Chris is sleepy. He's sleeping in the car. <laughs> yeah. Sleepy Chris. And oh, he's not sleeping. He's thinking about, I'm going to kill that drummer from U2 for stealing my look. Larry Mullen <laughs> dead. More like Larry Mullen Jr. More like Mary Lowen R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. What's the name of the members of U2? It's been a while. It's, uh, I think it Bono, was Adam Clayton. Or Adam Clayton. Larry Mullen right. Jr., right? The Edge. And the Edge. U2, featuring Pitbull. Uh, Fergie. Who else is in fucking U2? <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. Oh, so they're driving in both lanes? Look at that. That's weird, right? Because he's yeah. usually tunnels have two lanes and they go the opposite way. That's right. Yeah. He's on the left. Well, not necessarily. It, so I think there's like two, there'll be two tubes, one going one direction and yeah. one going the other. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. This guy, it looks like a dandy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who ushered them into the limo when they got in. Well, and he, he's taking them to a nightclub. Ooh. And he's drinking fancy booze. Car booze. The finest. Yeah. Isn't that like an open container law that you can't drink fucking brandy in a car? Oh, no, in um, a limo you can, right? What's the deal with that? I don't know, but no matter what, I mean, we're talking about different continents. Right. You know. <laughs> ah, finally, some booze. Ah, ah sweet booze. Ah, I can feel it coming all to me. What am I doing here? Oh, no, they gave Neil booze. Now I feel like singing. <laughs> Hey, I'm done making this movie for the day. Let's go. Maybe I didn't love you as deeply as I should. Oh, that was a good one. Or maybe I. See, then you listen to the Willie Nelson version, and you're like, eh. Ugh. Learn to take singing lessons. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, go ahead, little sister. We uh, we saw Willie Nelson live, and it was like a three-hour show. And uh, he had his uh, sister play piano, and she was fantastic. But I did mention it was a three-hour show, like maybe three and a half yeah, hours. That's a little much. Yeah, no, it was fine. It was great. Uh, but I, I man, my father had a friend, a uh, coworker, who just loved Willie Nelson. He would go all the time to Willie Nelson shows. It was uh-huh. unbelievable. Uh oh, the big fireball. Yeah. See, they. There's a conch. Okay, now all sorts of explosions are going to go on around them as if they're under fire. But once again, they're always fine. They just don't oh, react. Just... That's kind of good directing, right? To, to be able to pull this stun off. 
Like we'll drive a um, car and we'll have a camera follow the car and then we'll just blow up explosives, but no one will get hurt. You're right about that. It's, uh, it's well, I don't know if it's directing, but it's well thought out. You know, you can't blow up the car. Yeah, it's like timing. Lingered by the flight yeah. poster for a fight. It's the same story every night. I've been hurt and we've been had. You leave home and you don't Good. go back. You know, uh, these are lyrics. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's Neil Read it in a book or passages from Milton's Paradise. So whatever Milton's Paradise is. <laughs> Milton's Paradise, Pet Shop Boys, first album. No, it's same a different thing. same thing. Yeah, I get those two guys mixed up all the time. Milton and <laughs> Pet Shop Boys. I believe it was Milton, Carl, that said, uh, look at you. And a Western town. <laughs> Turning down tables and knocking down bars. You know, uh, I honestly believe when that song first came out in England, it was a different mix than what was the international smash. I think they had uh-huh. two versions of this song because it was a worse, uh-huh. I don't know if it was a remix or the original mix, but it was like a very sparser, uh, 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 you know, like, uh, I don't know, it had a different mm-hmm. beat to it. I don't know. Or maybe it didn't. Maybe I just think of that. Like the Bernstein Bears. How do you spell it? I just, maybe I thought that there was always a different version. So there's, um, a, they're on their way to a station called King's Cross. It's a very famous station in London, apparently. Uh, yeah. They all the way from the suburbs to London. Uh, but so there's no bears there. there. A, there's no bears in King's Cross. That's Paddington. Uh, yeah, he was lost. <laughs> um, but anyway, King, King's Cross had a horrible, horrible fire in which a lot of people died. And in this movie, they've got King's Cross on fire. Oh. But it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Right. And they were like, okay, we're going to have to take this part out of the film. And then it says here that the families told them not to. It doesn't make sense. The but family said no one's going to watch it. <laughs> Do whatever you yeah. want. Joke. <laughs> But, you know, that's one of the beefs I was talking about that with my science project last episode. People, like, have conversations while there's, like, things on fire in the background and it just wouldn't yeah, happen in real life. Yeah, as if it's nothing. Yeah, as if it was nothing, right, window dressing. So they're right now doing a song. It's their last song. It's called One More Chance. I like this song. Right on cue, Mike. Thanks. He's got his lightsaber. He sings like he's Ken. Oh, so this finally explains why he had a tuxedo and a white scarf and a black tie this whole entire movie. He and, knew he was coming to perform. Oh, yeah, look, there's there's people performing. Oh, they're doing the British Dance-a-thon for World War II or whatever. Now you see the numbers on yeah. their backs. So there's, when, it, the, yeah. when the pet shop boys leave, we'll see they're wearing numbers that say zero. <gasps> Well, they're they're part of the show, but they're not one of the contestants or the DJs. Yeah, wh- right. Well, once again, well, I mean, according to this uh, director, Jack, whatever, he's saying they're disassociated. They're observing. They're oh, there's like the way they don't react to anybody throughout the film. Well, maybe they're Swiss. They're neutral. Neutral. <laughs> Ballroom dancing, seen it on TV. Oh, I like ballroom dancing. I know this song. 
Oh, and they are ballroom dancing. Well, we saw that in, remember Paul McCartney, it was a similar scene. Right, yeah. Well, it's a very British thing, and I think they did these uh, in America, too, for the war, you know, as a way to fundraise for the war. Right, yeah. In America, we're going, swing your partner, do do <laughs> A little to the left, a little to the right, now to the outside, now go inside, now go outside, check your car, feet to the air. Outside the line. Da, 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 da. He's tapping it back. He's tapping it front. Can you imagine being like an auctioneer and like, especially me, where I can't even pronounce things on this show? I'll be like, <laughs> how much is it? I'm starting with 500, 500, 500, 500, 500. What is that? What's he saying? What is the bit at? I don't know what a fadadada is. Oh, and lay zero, start on incoherent mumbling. <laughs> Well, we're uh, wrapping up here. Okay, and so maybe it's just as well. Um, this director, he's more like of a television guy. He did a bunch of experimental films, uh, lots of stuff that explored his own mental illness. Um, oh wow! Bond, J, uh, Jack Bond. He did a lot of documentaries. One about Ro- Roald Dahl. And that's oh. what they saw and liked him. He did one about Salvador Dali. And what about the Pet Shop Boys? And this this is like the best that they could get, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sir David Attenborough has not returned your phone calls. Oh, here's something interesting. Okay, finally. Is this a borrowed type? Not to what you were saying. wasn't interesting. Um, it says here, Sinclair Lewis. Like when you learn about the muckrakers, you always learn of Sinclair Lewis. Right. But nobody knows what he wrote. He wrote well, apparently Oil, in- exclamation point, which became There Will Be Blood, the movie. O-I-L, did you say? O-I-L, exclamation point. Gotcha. Sinclair Lewis also wrote a 1935 novel called It Can't Happen Here, which concerned a prospective fascist takeover of the United States. But I don't believe they borrowed the title, right? No, I do. I mean... Well, but he's got oh, that story. But yeah, he does have that story, but it's also to use it as a title. It's in reference to that, to fascism. Uh-huh. It's just playing with fascism. Okay. Just lighting a fire. That's all. All right, here goes the end credits. So there's like 16 credits, right? Puppeteer, vi- violinist, <laughs> and the guy who held the camera. Good night, people. That, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> That's like fish burgers, remember the endings? I have to I did people's credits twice. <laughs> right. Just have something to say. If you want to watch fish burgers, it's a cable uh, before we beca- jumped on the podcast train, uh, Carl and I did a public access uh, video show in the uh, late 80s early 90s early yeah. 90s and uh, you can see that on YouTube and under the fish burgers channel. Should I Did uh, you see the Did you see the Floyd release cuz I think you're a subscriber? I did see the Floyd release. What did you think? I didn't watch it yet. But I, I oh, know okay. I've, I've seen it before. I, I saw it last February. No, but... no. This is – I just had to edit it fresh. Oh, just, uh, down, just down to – okay, I'll check it out. Okay. If you like Uncle Floyd if you're from New Jersey or you like the movie Patterson, go check it out. Yeah. All right. So this is good. So I'm looking up on the other computer the white Something on YouTube? Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to bother. But I would check out the white room on YouTube. It is the KLF's full-length movie that they abandoned. And well, I would like to see them uh, burn the money. Oh, yeah. Is that on YouTube? 
Should be. Let's see. Hang on a sec. Okay. Well, that's that's it. Thank Let's you, see. Vimeo, for hosting this week's show. Oh, a, a Picture Music International release. Yeah, PMI, not EMI. KLF. Right. They're going to rock you. One million. Cool. Uh, the K Foundation. Foundation. Go, YouTube, go. <laughs> there it is. K Foundation burnt a million quid. August 23rd, 1994. Okay, hang on a sec. Bill Drummond set fire to one million pounds of their own money and burnt the lot. Let me, I'm going to go find it myself too. And we could put, oh, there we go. It's the first thing that comes up when you type K wow. space, uh, wow. It's like a show about it. Yeah, way to show off about it. Well, let me see. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play some of it. Maybe it's just we can hear the crackling of the bills, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Their, their idea. Why did you do this? Why did you burn the million? We know the euro's coming. Yeah, right. We needed the closet space. So they're on a talk show right now. That film actually runs for the best part of an hour, and we're keeping it up on that screen there, rolling as we talk. So, so why, Bill? Why do why? this, dumbass? Um, there was a lot of reasons why, and there's still <laughs> a lot. We're still discovering reasons every day. You see, those people are, are not the people in our audience are not really tuned in. They think I'm kidding. They there's one I'm million reasons. Funny money on monopoly no, or whatever. Every birthday, the And is there? Is there a philosophy behind this? Is this sort of a, a denial of the material world or something? No, some some days some days it is that, but it's not really that. You know, we could have done with the money. We wanted the money, but we wanted to burn it more. But if you burn the million, then you must. Have they're, they're all well dressed and well groomed, so it's not like they're not for money. Right, I know they can afford to build up, burn a million reasonable houses. There was, there's something called Zeitgeist Movement, I think you've heard of it, yeah, it's like saying that money's the wrong path for us. And I was thinking one of the greatest ways to bring light to that would be like to burn a million dollars. Oh, man. Oh, hang on. Numb. You actually, I was on autopilot. You had to be on autopilot to do something like that. If you're, if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about every 50 quid are bundles, because we're having to two All right. bundles on. I think, uh, good. yeah. Okay. We want to get back All right. All right. Hotel, well, there you go. That's, uh, it wasn't just the Pet Shop Boys uh, making their movie. Uh, KLF did. <laughs> Too and then, bad Paul didn't stay with us for the show. That would have been great. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. Time. Well, yeah, well, I think he, he had, uh, he had the whole crew with him. I wonder where he is. He's supposed to, he's supposed to pick me up before. <laughs> that, that's a little inside baseball, people. But, uh, wow, that was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for yeah. listening. Uh, you know what I'm going to do, Carl? Let's listen to the uh, – I'm going to see if I have a movie trailer for next week's movie. Okay. And we can listen to that as, and get out of here. Now, this movie uh, uh, is my favorite movie, and I actually got a job by uh, saying that's my favorite movie. Uh, because I said there was a pop culture job back in the 90s and I said oh yeah what's your favorite movie I said oh it's this one and they said what uh, so it is a sequel by name only it's called Meatballs 3 it's Summer Job from 1986 so it's right in our Uh and uh, here let's go ahead and I'm going to play the trailer for it 
Going to make sure there's no ad beforehand. Hit comedies will often spawn a sequel, like the Police Academy and the Porky series. Meatballs 3, Summer Job is the last in a long line of lasts. Recorded in stereo, Meatballs 3 is now available on video. It's summer again, and the party's just getting started. So come on along. Join the meatballs for fun, sun, and plenty of crazy action. And after sexy angel Sally Kellerman hits heaven's gate... It's just the way I picture it. ...she's sent to Earth to earn her wings. I think I've gone from horny to crazy. It was going to be tougher than I thought. And the whole place goes topsy-turvy when she turns the camp nerd into the last word in love. <laughs> but you'll always be a loser. I wouldn't think that about you. So join Sally Kellerman. Get some rest, kid. Tomorrow's a big day. Come with me. In Meatballs 3. All right. <laughs> Did you get what wow. happened? A porn star dies and is turned away at the he- pearly gates unless she can get a nerd uh, lose his virginity at a summer job at a jet ski uh, uh, boathouse. <laughs> and by the way, and and that guy, Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, it's my favorite movie. I, I think it's sequel by name only. I think that was a story. I think it was called Summer Job and they just got the title. Uh, but... I would like to do that movie next week on YouTube. Oh, it's sequel by titles only. Well, by it, title only. Interesting. Well, I mean, Meatballs 2, someone was telling me that was the same case. Uh, uh-huh. But I know Meatballs 4, definitely. Uh, that one had jet skis. That was Jet Ski Academy. It was Corey Feldman and Jack Nance from Eraserhead. And now, this is on... Fo- oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, from no, Eraserhead. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, Meatballs Four is definitely by name only. The HBO mm-hmm. bought bought a movie called Jet Ski Academy and changed it to Meatballs Four. This one, I don't know if it was really called Summer Job, but it's uh, Meatballs Three, and it's amazing. Now, there's is there a full length version on YouTube? Because I yeah. see a Greek. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that's the one. Uh, the one I would I saw is Russian. It's from Anonymous oh, Ripper. Yeah. Anonymous Ripper. Maybe it's Russian. And it's Meatballs 3. Or maybe it's Greek. What the fuck do I know? And uh, that has uh, booted up. One month ago it was uploaded. So hopefully it'll still okay, be there. Okay, so it's got subtitles. Okay. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, it has. it's overdubbed Russian. Oh, we'll really? we find it better. Yeah. Oh, hang on a sec. Yeah. Well, who sent me knows it? Let me take a listen. Amazing new website with Wix. Wix, now, we that's that English. Okay, website. let me skip that. I just watched it, and they had like, oh, I didn't listen, wait to listen to people talk. Well, let me see here. I did this on my phone on uh, like 10 minutes before showtime. All right, here we go. I'm skipping to 20 minutes. Young There's a thing. really bad version because it's just somebody filming the television. It goes all the way to two hours forty minutes. That doesn't seem right. Wait a minute, we're not going to watch this? It's just because it's in Russian? Oh yeah, we should watch it. All right, you well, know it by heart. I do know it by heart. I could. Uh... All right. So, uh, 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 why don't I just put this in the? I'll mention this in the show notes. I'll have a. I'll have this movie embedded in the show notes, and let's just say next week's movie will be a toss-up. I'll let. I'll let you know, Carl. 
plenty okay. of time. Okay. But audience, all I can say Listen, is... I'm not joking. Is it on Vimeo? <laughs> you want me to check? All right, let's well, check I'm it. like all horny for Meatball 3 now. I mean, All right. And, and it looks so stupid. I see the the lady. She's like a ghost. Uh, Did you hear what I said? A porn star dies and has yeah, to yeah, come yeah. back to get a nerd loses virginity. <laughs> and I guess what we I saw in the beginning of the film was probably going to turn out to be a fantasy he was having. No, no, it's it's for real life. It's like you know, it's a wonderful life. I just typed in meth balls. <laughs> Is there <laughs> such a thing? We were making I got meth two results. Balls, like, I got two results from Meth Balls a Three. An eye. All right, Meth Balls Three. Here we go. We lost our insurance in the fire. Just recipes of meatballs and then uh, Food Network meatballs. Okay, I, fuck did, Vimeo. Did you ever have Swedish meatballs in your life? Yeah, sure. I go to IKEA. I like it. What? They have it there. Yeah, they sell meatballs there. What? At Ikea? The furniture store? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not... No Are joke. you going to do your library joke now? Yeah. No, I already did that. <laughs> okay, look. I used to make meatballs that were very sweet with a lot of sugar. I cut down, and now I make Swedish Swedish meatballs. They're okay. They're better for you. Carl? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you had to be there. No, go ahead. Say it again. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, we still have 15 minutes. You, can, you want to try that again? Uh, no, yeah. I think it would suck the second time around, unless you weren't listening. Okay, I, so... I wasn't okay. listening. Whatever, just say it again. Check out 1986 Meatballs 3 Summer Job, and it's uploaded by Andrew Gilmer. Okay. Wow, this is uh, exciting. Not only did it take us 15 minutes to get this movie ready, but now we're killing time trying to get the next week's movie ready. All right. Uh, so, but Carl, I was going to say next week, next Sunday, our next scheduled uh, broadcast, live broadcast is uh, December 24th. Oh, Christmas Eve? Mm -hmm. mm, that's not going to work out uh, well. Well, I'll tell you what um, I wanted to do. I, uh, last year, our show was on Christmas Day, and uh, myself and a Jew, we got Chinese food, and mm -hmm. uh, we watched 39 movie trailers of films that come out Christmas night. Because right, right. It's a, usually a tradition. Andrew Glimmer. No, this look, it says two hours and 41 minutes, and you can see a glare on the image. I, I don't trust All right, here's Okay, here's my idea, right? Okay. I'll do my research on the movie and I'll watch his stupid version. But oh. next week we'll watch the Russian version. Of okay. course, we mute anyway. Right, and I've seen this movie a hundred million times, so I, yeah. I know what's going so on. Yeah, you'll know it. Yeah. Want okay. to do that? We're going to watch the Russian version of Meatballs Three next week. So get ready. Uh, go Dash Go to your uh, local Hollywood uh, screenplay bookstore and go <laughs> look under M for Meatballs Three. Purchase the script. Uh, read it for your uh, acting monologue that you're going to do for auditions, and then you'll be prepared for the next Sunday. Yeah, Pravda. Pravda. Da. Das the, uh, oh, I know, Trump Russia. I don't speak Russian. I speak Trump, Trump Russia. Trump Russian. How did that come? Well, anyway. All right. Uh, Soviet so, Russian. But, Movie watches you. That's really good. You should use that. No, but that's what they always do that in in Soviet Russia. And no, then it's Yakov it Smirnov. It's Yakov Smirnov's act. 
movie watches you. I'm it's, writing it down for next week. I'll drop that bomb. All right, sounds good. Yeah, we're going to come up with some Yakov Smirnoff jokes and Russian <laughs> jokes to go along with the dead hook, dead porn star Angel uh, can only go into heaven if she gets a nerd <laughs> fucked at a summer camp. Yeah. We, we have captive audience. But it's going to be in Russian, so you won't understand it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Carl, thank, thank you. you. This was a good thank one. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Thank Great. you for your patience with Vimeo and then we expand it. Uh, yeah. Maybe we uh, – uh, I'll tell you off air, but I have an idea. Uh, but anyway, okay. people, uh, thank you so much. Keep following us. We really appreciate it. If you uh, tell your friends, you can find our feed on iTunes or at mediaradio.fm by the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And you can find us on Twitter with that. You can find us on Facebook at Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. But most of all, you can find all the podcasts, all the movies embedded, if they're still posted, uh, at Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com, which is, as of this taping, is up to date. So, uh, Carl, thank you so much. Appreciate thank you. you being Mike. On the phone thank you, Mike. Thank you, audience. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, audience, and okay. uh, bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes de Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael.
this is Carl. I wrote this song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length Arts and Art Education of the Bay Area. The show is in Greek, but some of the interviews are in English. And the Greek vintage vinyl that DJ Balkan Vulcan spins will turn your ears pointy. Tune in to the Balkan Vulcan Show every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. on Mutiny Radio. That's right, everybody. It's Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Yay! Yay! And then yay! Yay! That's uh, another crazy night here in San Francisco. Really excited down on the corner of 21st in Florida, 2781 21st Street. Where are you? Why are you down here? Because everyone else is down here. Silly, silly people listening in, in Boston or wherever you are. Uh, crazy things are happening tonight. We've got a room full of comedians. It's raining outside, so they actually might stay inside instead of smoking outside the entire time, like dick bags. Uh, but that's okay. They're wonderful, amazing humans. That's why I love all comedians. Uh, we're uh, gonna sing a little song, and then uh, we'll we'll get to our shiz. Uh, it goes a little something like this. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse Comedy. Clubhouse! Comedy. Clubhouse! Yeah, together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi! Oh, it's fucked up. That's such good weed. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! Everybody does. Uh, it's really great tonight uh, because we have tons and tons of comedians that are all ready to come inside the clubhouse. A couple of them have uh, bought me a beer. That means they get extra time. Uh, big thanks to Tom Bridgman. Uh, also to uh, Chris Sumner. Appreciate those uh, extra beers. Those mean extra minutes for you. Also, I'll be getting drunk, so everyone on the listening audience gets to hear me slur at the end of the show. Good motherfucking times. Our first comedian of the night I'm very, very excited for. Uh, he's just a doll, and uh, I can't wait till he's... I, I think he's going to go up soon at the, at the punchline. He's been putting in his motherfucking time, that's for sure. Please give it up for Jordan Andrew! What's up, guys? Oh, man, I'm all caught up over here. I, I know we're all comics, so... Bear with the old material, guys. Just got to work it out, you know? It's a new year. It's new things. We all want to be here. We all want to be a part of the big show, right? Right. Yeah. All right. Everybody wants to be in the show. I want to be in the show. You want to be in the show. Your dog wants to be in the show. Um, guys, it's really important that you don't let yourself down because when everything comes around full circle, you got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, it was all me, baby. It's rough, guys. It's so true. I was digging through my room the other day, and I found an old notepad. And I flipped towards the back, and I found a page that said, goals, 2013. 
That's all it said, guys. That's 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 how that goes, man. Uh, I got a lot of legitimate fears in life, and the older I get, the more I start to realize I don't know anything about my parents or where they came from, because my dad's fears are a lot different than mine. Um, my dad recently revealed to me that his biggest fear in life is that he might be traveling abroad, and some of his uh, some of his dental work might fall out. This is a guy who served in the infantry for the United States Marine Corps, guys. He was in Desert Storm. He had guns fired at him and shit. Pretty sure he killed some people. But he doesn't talk about it, all right? And his biggest fear is that. My rebuttal is simply, what about Fukushima, Dad? Aren't you legitimately frightened by Fukushima? I don't know if everybody knows about this here, but about two years ago at this point, a nuclear reactor melted down in Fukushima, Japan and the Japanese government is doing everything they can to cover it up in tandem with the US media. And I don't know if you know anything about history, but this is the plot for Godzilla. <laughs> All right. So if you're worried about the trace amounts of cesium in your raw tuna at the sushi place, you might want to prepare for a giant fucking lizard that's going to kill us all. All right. All right. What about, the, what about the economic structure of this country, guys? Does that not scare anybody? How's my dad not frightened by that? I think at this point, uh, at the crippling state that we found ourselves as a global economic superpower, we could just drop the phrase, nickel and diming me. <laughs> because homeless people dollar me all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. I'll give a homeless person money for advice. I always take advice from homeless people because homeless people are kind of like oracles. They tell you what you need to hear, you know? Like they'll say stuff like, don't go where the wind blows because you'll wake up in trash. <laughs> I heard another guy say, say something like, stay out of school, it'll fuck your mind up. And I was pretty hungry, and I got kind of confused. I was like, well, do I stay out of school to prevent my mind from getting fucked up in school? Or if I stay out of school, I'm going to end up like you. And so I just went and got something to eat, and I nourished my body for the day, and everything was great. <laughs> so don't forget about the homeless guys. They're there. They're, there's a lot of them, too. Um, I found recently being pressed for a lot of uh, material that uh, writer's blocks are, uh, they're hard. They're really hard. And they also have uh, uncanny parallels to blocks from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The, the <laughs> Because the more frequently that you hit these blocks, the more likely you are to get mushrooms out of it. And that's, that's what we call inspiration, guys. I'm inspired. I don't know about you guys. Oh, man. Um, you know, I was raised Catholic, and uh, I know a lot about religion, but there's, there's some things about Catholicism that still confuse me to this day. I don't really understand the second coming. Like, do we have to wait nine months for, like, baby Jesus to be born of some virgin again? Is that what... Is that not, am I not reading into that right? 
Like, what if we had to wait for that second coming, you know, that, that God seed to fill up uh, some merry girl? Everybody's going to know it's Jesus. So we're going to have to sit around and watch this lady birth a baby and then watch it be a fucking 